I'm Taylor Stafford, and this is Talk Taboo. Yeah! Come on over! We ask a lot of people if they like their ass or touch. <laughs> we really are breaking down stigmas. <laughs> it's everything sex. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Talk Taboo. We are breaking down sexual stigmas today, all of them. I have one of my coworkers and good friends, Jonathan, on the podcast today. We go over bad bumble dates, answer some listener questions, um, talk about his Christianity abstinence sex education programs that he grew up in, um, talking about how guys fake orgasms, and Jonathan is guilty of that. We also dive into his long-distance relationships, dive into my nude picture virginity again a little deeper. And we talk about some fun stuff with threesomes and sex websites and chat rooms. Also talk about having sex with someone with STDs, including herpes. And we end with talking about circumcision, um, how circumcision came about. And is it really, really good or bad for you to be circumcised or uncircumcised? So I will admit, I have been sleeping on this episode. We recorded this episode back in March. And because I'm such an annoying procrastinator and had all these other podcasts lined up since then, I have not posted it. And, you know, oops, better late than never. It's a really awesome podcast because we go into a bunch of things that I think are really important. Jonathan is a very reserved and has some zinger one-liners that I really appreciate. He is very open. He has really explored his own sexual behavior and all of that. So if we talk like we're talking in March, it's because we were talking in March. But before we get into all of that, um, guys, I moved. I moved to Seattle. Finally, I am, could, oh my God, sorry, this thing just went out. I seriously could not be more excited. I am finally in Seattle. I am finally away from the east side and living with three awesome girls. So I'm just very excited. I am in the process of getting my new studio all set up. It is smaller and carpeted and I am hoping the audio will be a little bit better. However, I am at the front of the house, so sometimes I can hear like kids playing or airplanes or traffic going by, so we'll see how this works out. It always seems like it's going to be better than it is, Um, so we'll have to see about that. I want to continue to encourage you guys to send in questions. I do answer some of the questions on this episode. I had already emailed these people back since it is from March, but um, I will answer them whether I do that on the podcast or not. I will reply to you either way. So submit your questions at www.womenagainsttaboo.org or send them directly at womenagainsttaboo at yahoo.com or through our Instagram at woman.against.taboo or my personal one at I am Taylor Stafford to get all those questions answered. This was a pretty long episode, so I just want to jump right in to talking with Jonathan because we go over a lot of great stuff. So welcome, Jonathan, to talk taboo. Just kidding. 
I'm so excited to have Jonathan on today. He is my coworker. He's a mental health specialist at the hospital I work at at Seattle Children's. And he likes fucking. So we have you on our podcast. He's red as fuck right now. <laughs> He's like, my girlfriend's going to kill me. <laughs> Probably a little bit. Yeah. Probably a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for coming on. We've talked about you coming on for a while. Yeah, for like for months now. And then um, coronavirus happened, and we tried to do it last weekend, and then Jonathan was like, fuck no, you can't have anyone over. <laughs> Thanks, fucking dad. <laughs> I'm trying to be precautious. <laughs> I'm like, eh. Um, no one's even following the coronavirus rule here in Washington anyways. Everyone's out in a fucking bout all over, so we're doing a really good job with that. Yeah, probably why we're getting hit the hardest. Yeah, <laughs> probably why we're all fucking dying from the coronavirus. <laughs> all right, hold on. I'm pouring some more wine for myself. Jonathan brought some red wine with us, with him. Well, I picked him up. Do you want more? Yeah, please. What a fucking great noise that is. It is a good sound. Right? It's like, yes. Okay, some more. All right, before I talk to you about my date that I just went on. Oh, fuck. Um... I am going to have everyone, so I'm going to do a podcast episode about dumb ass people, dumb ass people, (laughs) (laughs) dumb shit people say on dating apps to get you to either go on dates with them. I I mean, I think people can understand what I'm talking about. So I got this really good message. Um, I'm just going to say his name because fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have his last name. It's fine. His name's Eric. But anyway, so I sent this message to this guy, Eric. I'm like, how's it going, Eric? And he said, good now. You must like your men big and black with a winky face. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, coming in fucking hot. So naturally, I said, well, you seem to have a very good insight on a female's thought process. <laughs> I didn't reply. He just never responded. So if you have any really fucked up bubble messages or just things that are just like out of this world and you want to roast some people, please send it to me at womenagainsttaboo at yahoo.com or um, go on my Instagram. I am Taylor Stafford and leave me a little message because I want to get all these good ass (laughs) reviews so we can just roast the shit out of them. Have you ever gotten weird things on bubble from girls? Um... No, honestly, like, I, I feel like girls, girls are just weird. Well, girls on, on Bumble, like, they'll bypass, like, the woman has to write the first message rule by being like, hey. I'm not saying it. anything. Yeah. Like, how I was like, how, how, how's it going, Eric? Right. Like, fucking boring shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't think they send, like, weird things? Like, um, I think the most annoying thing that I hear or that I heard from those sorts of apps was, like, oh, I love. Like Hispanic guys. Are you Hispanic? Yeah. What the fuck? You knew this. Did I? Yeah. Like full? Yeah, I'm Mexican and Puerto Rican. I thought you were Puerto Rican. That's Hispanic. Is it? Yeah, Hispanic just means like a Spanish-speaking country of origin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think of that? Honestly? Yeah. Oh, God. I kind of just thought it meant the same thing as Mexican. <laughs> you are a nurse. <laughs> you are also an adult person. 
travel the world. <laughs> you are an adult person. Oh my god, I am about to get so much hate mail for that. Oh my god, yeah, I hope so. Just like a couple messages at least. So, if somebody is like Latina Please or explain. Latino, <laughs> yes. that means that they're from Latin America. So anybody like Mexico and further south okay. is Latino or Latina. And then anybody who is Hispanic, this means that they're coming from a Spanish-speaking country. So like people from Spain are Hispanic. Mm -hmm. However, people from Brazil are not Hispanic. Because while they're they in South speak... America, they speak Portuguese. Por okay, okay, okay. So um, on this week's episode of Talk Taboo, a geography lesson <laughs> <laughs> of oral history. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. Dude, I've lived in California almost my whole life. How the fuck do I not know you this? Definitely know that Mexico is the number one place I've traveled, even more than the U.S. That's why I think everything's Mexican, probably. All right. Like a bunch of countries it's there. fine. Okay. I can like take care of people, you know, as a nurse sometimes. Mm -hmm. Barely can drive a car, but that's a different subject. Okay, so I just went on a date. Yes. Okay. Um, first of all, hmm. why do guys? Wait, how tall are you? Um, like five eight. Okay, so this is this is this kind of guy that I need to talk to about this right now. This guy has on his bumble that he is 5'9". Okay. Mm -hmm. That's even lower than I usually go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Love that. I'm such like a weirdo when it comes to height. I think it's because my family, like my brother's 6'8 and a half. My dad is 6'7". So if you bring home a guy that's super short, it just feels kind of weird. And I think, I also think that I just like guys that look like my brother. <laughs> I fucking take it back. <laughs> I need to stop talking. Anyways, <laughs> back to the <laughs> point. <laughs> He's like, Jonathan's crumbling. I think that's for another episode. Yeah, or like your therapist. <laughs> yeah, or like, Lynn, I'm coming to you with <laughs> some weird shit. <laughs> okay, he has on here that he's 5'9". Mm -hmm. I show up, I'm 5'5". Five five. I'm fucking taller than this fool. First of all, why are you... It's annoying that you're lying. Mm -hmm. Not because I probably wouldn't have gone out with you if you were right. by 5'4". That's a whole fucking separate issue. But how are you going to actually find someone that you are attracted to, that you get along with, if you're lying on that shit? Like, that should be, like, the number one thing that you are just, like, out there. Like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Am I wrong? No. We're talking four inches here. Yeah, you know, makes a big difference. It does. For height too, yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so my thought is, yeah, he's in the wrong. 100%. However, like, so much of Bumble and Tinder and all of that. Yeah. Like, I've seen it like a million times. Like, mm -hmm. oh, if you're under this height, swipe left. Ew, girls say that? Oh, constantly. What the fuck? There's a filter button for a reason. <laughs> True. But like, why Why be so rude like that? Just don't don't swipe left on them then. Right. I mean, right on them. Right. Don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think you it's don't need to like shame people. Every, well, not every guy will like post their height. So they're telling those guys like, don't even bother. 
basically, which... Okay, well then why don't you not bother, bitch? If I don't post my height, then don't talk to me. Also a fair point. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I think that's a, yeah. a very valid point. I just don't feel... I just... I am uncomfortable already that he's lying on something that I can clearly see right. with my eyes. That's like already annoying. I'm like, okay, the minute I see you, I immediately lose trust for you. Yeah. In that. Is that not fair? Totally. I'm like, could you call it some kind of catfish? I mean... Still the same person, but they're lying about features about themselves. I don't think it's like a full-on catfish. Because he like his pictures of himself are of him. Right. I, that's like a minor catfish, I would call it. Yeah. I mean, if somebody like is posting photos of themselves, and then you show up and they're like... 15 years older than the photos that they posted. Yeah. You're like, oh, that was me from like 20 years ago. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, I could feel that. Mm -hmm. All right, second issue. <laughs> this guy, oh my God, I hope to God he doesn't listen to this, but if he does, maybe we'll learn something. <laughs> okay. He's a lawyer. Great. He's talking shit about paralegals and how like he he just got this new job and he's like more superior than them but they like don't follow his instructions because they've been there for longer like 10 5 10 years whatever and so he's basically like no i need them to do their job like whatever just talking shit about paralegals little does this motherfucker know that my mother is a paralegal <laughs> oh, no. oh, so i'm like okay sir know your fucking audience <laughs> clearly doesn't so I'm just like all right like just like validating and at this point I was like let's fucking see what we can get out of this because <laughs> I'm a bitch no we went to Green Lake we like just walked Green Lake because everything's closed right from the corona like we were gonna go to a bar or whatever he brings his dog I don't know why I just think that every guy has big dogs I have a big fear of little dogs <laughs> <laughs> no. Why? because my fucking cousin's dog attacked me when i was little <laughs> and i get so scared like little chihuahuas that are yapping holy fuck like i am like hella jumpy about it i'm like oh my god they're gonna no eat my feet they're gonna eat my ankles like i'm fine if i'm like walking by them i'm like okay but i'm definitely like Arr! like okay it's fine but when you have the dog on you for the whole hike, I'm like, okay, maybe this is like a nice dog. Mm -hmm. The dog starts fucking trying to eat all the skateboarders. So I'm like, <laughs> what kind of dog was it? Holy fuck, I better not get on a skateboard. <laughs> I don't know. It's like some little furry looking dog. Hmm. It's a bad look. It's, it's not a good look. And uh, I was scared and I jumped and he was like, whoa, were you okay? And I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> I can't tell him. I have a massive fear of his dog. Okay. Okay. Also, this might be very superficial, but since we're on the topic of superficial, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, fucked up teeth? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. My old roommates would always talk about it. They'd be like, I hate guys that have fucked up teeth. And I'm, I'm always like, that's so weird. Like, why the fuck do you care? And I've been dating a lot more guys lately with fucked up teeth. And I am like, oh, I, I, I kind of care? I kind of care. Define fucked up. 
like, I don't think they're missing. <laughs> but they're just, they've never had braces. And there's like gaps everywhere. They're not straight, a little dirty. Mm -hmm. Like, did you brush your teeth in the last seven days? Did you not? <laughs> yeah. I don't, have you ever been on a date with a chick that has fucked up teeth? Or doesn't take care of her teeth? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I can't relate. Yeah, no, I can't. Really. <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of guy friends that have like, you know, fucked up teeth. <laughs> but I don't have any, I don't have, I don't, yeah, I can't think of any like, um, female friends that I have that I have like especially I feel like girls just care about their appearance a lot more and so they get that shit fixed right and there's probably pressure at, like at a younger age to like sure. get braces and like make sure yeah. your smell's perfect yeah 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 or with like a boy you're just like you're fine yeah you're like eh just make a lot of money you'll get right. braces anyways <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what a great if you become a paralegal you'll be better than a lawyer and all the way <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that was so funny so I guess another question of mine, my friend Garrett is always like, just be fucking honest with him. So at the end of this date, I, I honestly think I have such a good intuition sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like I could have seen him from afar and this, I don't think it's necessary, like necessarily like a super 100% superficial thing. I think some of it is, but I think you see someone in person and you're like, okay, I'm either attracted to you or I'm not. Right. Do you feel like that? Like I can, oh, yeah. I can tell within seconds. Yeah, definitely. If I'm like, okay, I want to like engage in this more or I don't. I could tell in seconds with this one that I didn't. I was just like, no. Well, I was probably pissed off that he lied sure. already. So I was already kind of like, whatever. But I think if it were, have it would have gone better then I would have been like, okay, maybe I'll like think about it or whatever. But so I'm going to go on the date with him. I think that's, it's fucked up if you go on a date with someone and then you show up and you're like, yeah, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Uh, like, well, no, I'm never going to do that because one, you're a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> but two, I'm not going to try and ruin your self-esteem that much. That's fucking scarring. Very but bad. at the end, he's like, this was so much fun. We should do it again. Right. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I'll text you later. Make sure you got home okay, blah, 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 blah. At that point, should I have been like, I just don't know, like, about this? Or should I just, like, go back and leave it on a text and then text him? Hmm. Honestly, at that point, when it's, like, one day then, yeah, I think, I think you did, I think Fuck you did what you should have done. Okay. No, because, like, yeah. I, I wasn't super him. validating about, like, hanging out again. But I was just like, yeah, okay. If he can't tell from the way that you agreed to like meeting up again that you were not actually interested, mm -hmm. then like he needs to be like that with the text message anyway. <laughs> he deserves the text message. Well, you should pick up on it. I mean, I've had plenty of first dates where it's like, like I'm not sure how that went, and it's like hard to know how it's going, and then it's like you can tell at the goodbye, just like yeah, just like. Uh, their excitement level like that's like the last opportunity that True. you have to like kind of like solidify this is how this went for me right so i feel like i um like i had been pretty good about like being able to pick up on like basic cues and be like oh okay this person is not interested or oh this person is interested right 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 okay well the last guy i went on a 
hinge day with, I was like, this is going so boringly. Mm -hmm. Like, he was fucking hot. And all he did was work. And I was like, so, like, where have you traveled to? What do you do for fun? And, like, he has, like, two jobs, so, like, all he did was work. And, like, all I do is work, but I also do a bunch of other shit on right. the side. And he was so fucking boring. And I was like, fucking bartender, give me another drink. And uh, I just started asking him all my favorite sex questions, you know, like, mm -hmm. first date, you like her asshole legs, but, like, you know, <laughs> fucking, like fucking natural questions, questions yeah. that you would ask anyone on a first date. Wow. Um, so I asked him my three questions, and uh, he answered them. Not well, I would say, which mm. expected from this gentleman. And he still texted me, probably because he was like, oh, this bitch wants to fuck. She's right. asking me if she like her asshole, if I like my asshole licked. <laughs> this bitch wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, you are now just casting a role on Top Taboo. <laughs> No, that was just your basic screening process. That was my screening process. That is my basic screening process. All right, I have two questions that I want us to answer. Also, okay. I'm really fucking hot. It is warm in here. I would open the door, but I feel like you would be able to hear everything out there. Sure. <sighs> I didn't even put the heater on in here today. I was gonna ask, is, should we lower the proposed event or something? Yeah, hold on, let me pause this. <laughs> okay, two questions for real. Okay. All right, <laughs> I want your honest opinion. Oh boy. Uh, first winner. Okay. She asked me not to say her name. I'm an 18-year-old girl from Maple Valley, so in the area. My boyfriend and I are going to college next year together, and he expressed to me that he is also into guys. I initially, I initially freaked out. <laughs> and also wonder if he really is actually gay and not just bi and is using that as a cover. I hate to admit it, but I'm also scared that people will label me as the girl who turned him gay. Advice on what I should do and how I should react to the situation. I'm even questioning if we should be together. Mm. Advice, please help. Love the podcast. Blah 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 blah. Wow, that's heavy. <laughs> I feel Thoughts? Like, I feel like this opens up like a whole other can of worms about like stigma against like bisexual men. Yeah, I agree. It's like if a woman says I'm bisexual, it's just like people dope. are creaming their jeans. Right. <laughs> You know, and I mean, if you tell like a straight guy that it's just like, oh, three, three, so like, obviously they're oh, more into the relationship. Trust me. I fucking know. <laughs> but this is like, I feel like this is like the general reaction if a guy were to say, that, oh, I'm bisexual, by the way. Right. So but I also feel like they're so young, 18. Yeah. I, my first initial reaction is you're 18. You're probably not going to be together for very long anyways. <laughs> It's, fucking, was my true. it's yeah. fucking true, but she does say that they're going to college together next year. That's not gonna. They're probably gonna like UW or Wazoo or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't think. Okay, to me, if I found out my boyfriend was bi, I would be fucking stoked. I'd be like, now I'm that like straight guy that's like mm -hmm. finds out my girlfriend's bi. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, are we gonna have three sons with two dudes? <laughs> Also guilty as charged. <laughs> it's like, I hate when men do that, but I, but I would do that. Yeah, yeah but so. like, that's fucking me. No, I think, I don't hate when men do that, necessarily. I hate when men try and push something that it's not. Like, they see that you have like a friend and they're like, so like, do you want to fuck her? Like, do you want to fuck her? Like, mm -hmm. should we try and fuck this person? Do you think they would want to fuck? And you're just like, 
shut the fuck up. If it's going to happen, we can like actually make this happen. But they like see things out of nothing. And I feel like guys that are younger, like in high school, you see girls like make out at a party. That's for like attention for straight guys. Right. Most of the time. I don't, but you know what I mean? It's not like these bi girls making out. It's like, these like two preppy little girls that are not actually bi, but they're like doing it for male attention. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, I don't think that he's doing this for any kind of like female attention. I think this is something that like, is really hard for people to talk, especially guys to talk about. Oh, for sure. And I, I would personally be really excited. I don't know. She seems a little freaked out about it, though. Right. And, I mean, I think with, like, how our society is built, having that reaction is pretty expected. Um, And I'm sure... Like, her reaction? Her reaction is pretty typical. So I'm sure that he wasn't really expecting much different. So the fact that he was able to confide that in her, I think, says a lot. Um, Yeah, true. And also being at, like, a young age. Right, exactly. Well, he seems like he wants to be more, like, sexually explorative with guys, I would think. Or why would you bring it up? Well, I guess you're in a relationship. I guess you would bring it up. That's, like, part of who you are. Right. She didn't say how long they were dating, but I feel like that's something that you tell your significant other. Well, he might. And he might just be figuring this out, too. I mean, 18's still young. Oh, for sure. Not all, most gay guys aren't even out at age 18. Mm-hmm. Not saying that he's gay, but bi is almost sometimes, I think, could be worse in a sense because people don't actually believe that you're bi. They think that you're gay. Right. And I yeah. kind of feel like that's what she's saying. It's like, is this a cover? So is that what her question is? I forget what your question is exactly. Advice on what I should do or how I should react to the situation. I think she just has to be patient and ask questions and um, kind of let him take the lead on on taking this conversation where he feels comfortable. Because, I mean, this is yeah. a really big move for him if he's, like, telling her for the first time ever and maybe telling anybody for the first time ever. Right. Um, and then she can base her reaction on, like, what he's actually asking for because maybe he just wants to confide and or maybe yeah, he wants to like explore true 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 she's not going to know that unless she's yeah. being open though another thing that she said is i hate to admit it but i'm also scared that people will label me as the girl who turned him gay to me that is such an 18 year old high school oh, mindset sure. and i'm not trying to demean anyone's ages but i think as you get older you stop giving a shit about what everyone says about you and, like, people could call me a slut in high school, and I would be mortified. If people right. called me a slut now, I'd be like, thanks for the compliment. Right. Let's move on with my day. Um, but I think, I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are going to go to college in a few months anyways. What, it's April? It's not April. It's it's mm-hmm. March. Yeah. <laughs> my brain's working, I swear. It's March, though. Like, you guys are about to go to college in a few months. You're 18, so I'm assuming you're a senior. Mm-hmm. And... Things are so much different when you go to college. Things are way more open. People are more accepting. There's, It's not as clicky. You're starting to mature. Your brain's starting to mature more. Right. I feel like this, no one will give a shit. Right. But, but also, I feel like we should address the fact that nobody turns anybody gay. 
Oh, and good point. Like, good point. Makes the choice because it's like, oh, I had a really shitty girlfriend, or mm-hmm. this relationship made me turn this way. Like, yes, that's bullshit. Maybe, yes. maybe you helped them like figure out who they already were. But if anything, that's like a almost like a, a positive thing. But they were probably going to do that anyways. Right. Eventually, whether that be now or later or mm-hmm. whatever their experiences were, they're going to figure it out. I think that's a really good point. Is that just sounds like someone, not that she in general, but high schoolers are just so uneducated about sex. Like, oh, for sure. Oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like sexuality in general. And so they're probably, that's probably like a, oh, she turned him gay. I remember people mm-hmm. saying that about girls that my friends dated. Like one of my friends dated this guy who ended up being gay. They're like, oh, you turned him gay. But it was more like a funny kind of make fun of you thing not like an actual bullying thing right a little more like passive aggressive but um i do think that people do think that though yeah well if there's like actual sex education in schools maybe things would be different Mm -hmm. i mean i had no real sex education you didn't at all this is one of the questions i was gonna ask you today so we might as well talk about it oh um yeah well like technically i got sex education but it wasn't Air quotes. Yeah, super. Yeah, forget this is a podcast. Yeah, super people can't hard, actually see you. Super hard air quotes. Um, so, the people that came in to my high school. Well, first of all. So I, high school. Yeah. You didn't get anything before high school. So I got something in middle school that like kind of broke down puberty for us. Right. Cause but it was like, like very rude. Half puberty. of you getting some weird ass titties over here. Mm-hmm. The other half, your boy, voice is cracking. Right. Where'd you grow up? Chicago. Okay. 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 Oh, never had anyone from Chicago on here. Ooh, exciting. Okay, cool. Continue. Middle school. Puberty. Yeah. So we had a guy come in and say that you're going to get some hair and your voice is going <laughs> to crack and sometimes blood is going to rush to your penis. That's already happening to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he was like super um, like religious. Mm. They were from a religious organization because I went to... So like, this wasn't like teachers. This was like people coming in to talk to you about right, sex. Right, right, exactly. Because I went, I went to like this private Christian school, and we didn't, oh, okay. we didn't really have teachers. That's like a whole long story. We didn't have teachers. It was like a self-taught school. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, um, did you have to get permission from your parents to go to this thing? I, yes. Probably, right? I feel like yeah. most schools mm-hmm. are like that now. Yeah, but my parents didn't have any problem with it because, I mean, well, my mom knew kind of school it was and that they wouldn't knew what sex was so yeah <laughs> when i found out that babies come from sex mm-hmm. and then just happened because like jesus said so <laughs> i bawled you were mad i was crying for like hours. were you scared or were you well because i thought that sex was a sin growing up right okay so you grew up primarily catholic christian christian yeah same shit okay got it i would say so but if you ask a christian they would say no yeah for sure they're like, nah, we're different from them. Yeah, exactly. You're like, hmm. Yeah, Sounds fucking same. Same book, right? Yeah. <laughs> same book. <laughs> um, okay, so you thought it was a big sin. Yeah. So then when I learned that like it's necessary for like procreation, I was just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, my mom's had sex. My mom has sinned. And I was like, oh my gosh, my mom isn't perfect. That was like a lot of realizations to happen. Oh, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. PTSD mm-hmm. of me picturing my mother have sex. Yeah. Did you, who explained sex to you? Um, I don't think anybody explained sex to me before I knew like, what it 
this is a penis, this is a vagina, this goes in here, right. and a baby is born. And you're yeah. like, mm, it takes a lot more work than that. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> There's like at least 40 minutes of foreplay before that. Mm -hmm. What's foreplay? Yeah. And I think, yeah, it was like one of my childhood friends that told me. I was like in second grade, I think. Okay. That was just like, yeah, sex. So Penis second graders time. teaching second graders for sex education. Yeah. Sounds legit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, great. And that's why we're uh, very educated to this day. Definitely. So what did you learn from these Christian people that came in? Um, so just puberty. It was just puberty. It wasn't anything about insertion? Not from... I would have remembered that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, bitch. I would have fucking remembered. Yeah. But it was the same people that came back to my high school, believe it or not, which was a public high school. With the same education, probably. Yeah. But it was like the same woman, I was just like, oh. Did they split up boys and girls? This, um, is, in middle school this is a did. common theme. In middle school they did, in high school I don't think they did. They're like, you have now graduated, you can learn about periods with the females. Right. <laughs> oh, I think they talked about like more like women's like reproductive health stuff separately. Because I don't remember ever learning about periods. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So did you, did they ever teach about condoms or contraception? Yes. And I mean, they talked about like the efficacy. It's just like, oh, they're not 100% um, effective. However, abstinence is. Really? Yeah. Ah, so mm -hmm. technically I would probably consider this like an abstinence program. It was an abstinence program. Okay. Like in the name. So luckily we know that those are 0% effective at preventing teen pregnancy and STDs. Definitely. Got it. I mean, they, this, this woman told us, um, that, because <laughs> one of the students <laughs> asked her if, um, somebody could become pregnant, um, from anal sex. Mm-hmm. And she said... We all know that you can. <laughs> that was a fucking joke, people. <laughs> Obviously, you cannot. <laughs> she didn't deny it, though. She just said, like, well, like, you never know. So oh, so that was like a scare tactic to even keep people away from doing anal. Because mm -hmm. she's like, I know all you fucking Christian people are going to stick it in some buttholes right. and say that you're a virgin. Right. Mm. So she was kind of with the times. Yeah, she, she knew what was up. <laughs> she knew what people were fucking doing. She probably ruined some opportunities for me with that. But <laughs> whatever. And damn, Christian damn school it. was the only place I could have fucking gotten anal. <laughs> Thanks, Virginia. <laughs> 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 all right all right oh, wait so what age did you watch porn since we're on the topic like porn 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 not just magazine porn we all know our dads had that shit laying around um i don't know i feel like i was older than a lot of my friends i was like already in high school oh shit i was like i think i was yeah, like but a freshman when we were when we were growing up Porn, like the internet access, wasn't like it is today. That's true. It's not. We, I sound so fucking old when I say that, but it's so true. Yeah. Like there was internet access. Don't get me wrong, but and I'm sure there's porn on there. Right, but it was a lot harder to find. It was so harder to find, and then my parents always had like the parental controls on there, mm -hmm. so we couldn't even search anything. That was bad. Yeah. Which I think they still have those, but. Luckily, my dad doesn't know how to turn on a computer or a laptop or anything. <laughs> so I had full range. Yeah, my, my mom is not super computer literate herself, yeah. so it was like, oh, 
your browser history, you know, by the time I was like 16, I knew the whole drill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I knew the whole drill. All right, let's talk about the second question. Okay, my name is Lauren. I'm a 23-year-old cisgendered female from the Bay Area. Sounds very Democrat. Love it. I recently graduated from college, which naturally I have started demanding more orgasms or orgasms in general from my partners. Mm -hmm. I have rarely orgasmed in the past with partners, but pretty much can only orgasm with masturbation while using a vibrator. Is something wrong with me? <laughs> also, um, I'm not interested in being in a relationship right now and just want to focus on hooking up in my career but I also want to have an orgasm and it's so much harder to have an orgasm from a one night stand than someone who you are in a relationship with and can trust with all of your kinks and fetishes. Mm -hmm. How do you keep, uh, or sorry, how do you think men will take it if I bring a vibrator into the bedroom if we're, <laughs> if we're engaging in a one night stand? Okay, so clearly this chick likes vibrators. Right. Not weird. You're not weird at all. Nothing is wrong with you. Sometimes, I mean, we talk about the show all the time on here about females not being able to orgasm, being able to orgasm. There's a thousand and one barriers to that. Question for you though, how would you feel if a chick brought in a vibrator for a one night stand? Oh, I'd be totally fine. You would be fine with it? Yeah, I think it's kind of cool actually. Same. You don't think, I feel like a lot of guys would think like, take it personally and be like, what, you think I can't do a good enough job? Like all this other stuff. Would you ever think like that? Um, I think maybe when I was younger, for sure. Yes. She's 23. So yeah. I feel like, I mean, I feel like she'd probably be having sex with people that are around 23 right. or older. Right. So I feel like they wouldn't really care. I mean, I don't know. You I know? feel like I have guy friends that would be bothered by that. See, I think so too. I think they would be like, I think they would take it as a fucking hit on themselves. Right. And be like, what the fuck's, what you can't, like, I'm, I'm not good enough, like, you haven't even given me a shot, like. Right. Well, I mean, which, first of all, if that's the attitude, then, like, fuck them anyway. Yeah, right. First of all. Well, if you can't, like, communicate your needs, then. Right. I mean, I don't think there's, like, a whole lot more exciting than when, like, you're with somebody for the first time and they know what the fuck they are into like they know their own body right yeah and you're just like well don't like you know for guys most of the time we can be like i know i'm gonna get mine like i'm gonna true. get mine true yes so what do i need to do in order for you to get yours yes but also guys don't always think like that actually rarely they think like that they're more about like like my best example is this, and everyone will fucking agree, every chick, if you have sex with a guy and he gets off, sex is done. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> if I'm having sex with a guy and he happens to get me off, let's say happens, sex isn't done. Right. Like, he's still going to get hit. Right. I fucking want to so bad just to fucking prove, I'm all about proving those points. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just like, bring a guy home like demand him to make me come and be like, ah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you fucking want to get some too? <laughs> that would be like the biggest power move of all time. I might do it. I gotta, I gotta find the biggest sucker though. 
just someone that I'm like, ah, I just don't really like you that much. I just really want to fuck with you. I'm such a bitch. <laughs> but that could backfire very easily. Why? Because Please could, tell me. Because he could finish before you get yours. Well, I feel like I don't really orgasm from sex anyway, so it would have to be for me being eaten out or taking a vibrator into the bedroom. I'm a lot like this chick, I feel like. Oh, okay. She didn't mention eating out, but... Fair enough. Is this... Okay, so this is a common fact that I've figured out lately that guys don't understand about girls. Would it be alarming to you or surprising if you found out that most girls don't actually stick anything up their vagina to orgasm? Um... No, but I feel like I just, this is like a topic that I've read a lot about already. Okay. Like I don't okay. think it would be common knowledge. Like if I didn't seek this out, then I wouldn't know. Right. I feel like guys assume that girls are like sticking their vibrators up their vagina, which a lot of them look like what they're made for right. and look like they're made for. It's multi-purpose. Right. But I feel like when I tell guys that lately, they're like, what? You don't even put anything up there? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe a handful of times in my life, just because I'm like, mm, bored curious but not because I'm like actually like motivated to do that right well I feel like just in terms of like my success rate and giving a woman an orgasm (laughs) what is your success rate please enlighten us I mean I don't know because anybody could be faking it which is frustrating and personally I'd rather prepped Jonathan on all my questions (laughs) I'm just (laughs) kidding He's like, this bitch is going to rail me for (laughs) talking about faking orgasms. All right, continue. So, I mean, obviously you can't really know because I think a lot of women just do it. So, I mean, I would hope that... Yeah. I I would rather somebody tell me or just like not fake it so I can figure out what the fuck I can do next time. True. Rather than faking it because that's annoying. But um, I've noticed that whether faking it or not, I've like experienced orgasms more often um, from like oral sex than from actual like penetrative sex. For females? Like, for, yeah, like when I'm having sex with right. like, as a woman. Okay, okay. I, I feel like I've given more orgasms like from oral than from penetrative for sure. sex. Yes, because you're focusing on the clit. Right. And if you're like eating a girl out and also fingering her, then you have like the G-spot right there. Right. But penetration... It's so fucking hard for girls to to, to penetrate. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so hard for girls to have an orgasm Mm -hmm. from penetration, which seems like not a very good, very effective method (laughs) for procreation. (laughs) But here we are. (laughs) I feel like the only time, like the only time I've been able to like give an orgasm to a partner like um, consistently from Mm -hmm. just like penetrative sex is when it's like a very close relationship, so there's like a lot of intimacy right. involved. Right. So it's like a it's like a different kind of sex to begin with. Yes, one hundred percent. And then like yeah, that's when you like know each other's well, body. There's and more trust. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like communication is easier. Oh, for sure. Than, like a one night stand or someone that you're just like casually hooking up with. Right. I, communication and women need to feel comfortable mm-hmm. in order to orgasm and have sex. Like me, which I've been realizing lately, is I could feel so comfortable having sex with you, but I don't feel comfortable enough to orgasm, which um, I've kind of decided that I'm going to do a petition about I'm not having any more bad sex. (laughs) This is my own petition. Okay. (laughs) Been talking to Lynn about this, my good old therapist. I get off from faking orgasms. 
You get off from picking rose? I love it. And this is something I'm just now finding out because I've been doing it for so long. And for some reason, like, I get so much hornier after I do it because guys get fucking excited. Oh, They're just okay. like, ah, yes. And then I'm like, okay, now I could probably actually have an orgasm. Like, that's what I need to get me over the top. So he, go, he goes home thinking, like, oh, wow, I gave her multiple. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, pretty much. <laughs> that's you're, hilarious. You're a bright star over there. <laughs> kind of. But I also, I used to, I, I feel like I didn't used to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I used to fake orgasms because I was like, oh, fucking, let's get this shit over with. Right. Or they're trying so hard, I just want to give them an A. <laughs> <laughs> extra credit for the effort yeah I can appreciate I'm just like ah god I don't want to ruin your life right now but it's just not gonna work and I think for females sometimes like it sometimes we have sex and like you don't orgasm and you're just not going to right and I I don't I don't know if that's the best argument because I've never like started masturbating and I was like I'm just not going to oh that's a good point you know well I mean I feel like Though, if you're masturbating, that takes literally one person to be like, this is what I'm going to do, because I feel like doing this thing, mm-hmm. and sex can come at a point where you're just like, well, I mean, at this point of the day, I probably wouldn't be masturbating, but this person wants to have True. sex, and I'm interested Okay, in that's that. a good point. So, you might not even be ready for that, yeah. That's a good point. I also think, though, that when you masturbate, I think about it for a while first. <laughs> Like, oh, mm-hmm. should I do it? Should I not? Sure. Like, and so in my mind, that's kind of like foreplay. Oh, for sure. And you're thinking about it for a while. Definitely. But then it's like when I'm with someone who I'm actually attracted to, I'm thinking about it for a while. And I'm, if I'm still not orgasming, then I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's the holdup here? What's the issue? Right. Well, I mean, what comes to mind immediately for me are like, two big factors one of which is like comfort it's very easy to be comfortable True. with yourself um and the other yeah. one is like just knowing your own body yeah like you know what it takes to like get you off and you that can yeah well and you can also like respond to your own bodily cues very quickly True. like as True. soon as they happen True. And even if a person is like really good at reading you in the moment and being mm-hmm. like okay they appreciated this move they didn't yeah. appreciate this yeah there's still like that that yeah. lag I also think it, you can communicate more when you're in a relationship with someone because you can be like, it's not even just after the fact. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes, I mean, that's better than no communication, I will say. But also, like, while someone's eating you out, like, go more this way, go up, do this, do that. And right. I think guys get really fucking mad about that. Because <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? Like, am I not good enough? But if you're comfortable with someone, then you can be like, you can kind of explain yourself more and be like, it's not that you're not good at it, it's that this shit is hard. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to take like a lot of direction in order to get it. Well, I feel like if you've gone down on enough people, then you start to realize like, oh, everybody's completely different. And like... True. Yeah. And I bet, I bet it would be really hard if like, you've been consistently able to get like one of your partners off that you've been in a relationship with Mm -hmm. and then you try the same thing with another partner like later on yeah and it just like does not work and you're just like you're like i thought i cracked the code yeah i did not it's not one size fits all it's not one size fits all that is fucking true have you ever faked an orgasm yeah oh yeah (laughs) 
Yes. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Please enlighten the listeners. I mean, it isn't like, oh, yeah, all the time. But it's, it's, happened it's not to the female level of faking orgasms. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Okay. Um, like, there's a couple of times that come to mind, and I know that there have been, like, a few more beyond that. Um, but it's usually because, like... I don't know, like... Yeah, when, why? Yeah. I think that's the question, is why do you fake an orgasm? Why and how? Why and how? Well, I feel like the how is really easy. No, I feel like that's where people are like, how do guys fake orgasm? There's, like, ejaculation. Like, you can see it. Right. Well, obviously, it only works if you're having safe sex, right? You're using protection. Look at you just promoting some safe sex. I love it. I love it. Of course. Like, uh, has to have a condom. Yeah. That would make it a lot easier. Yeah, and then, I mean, it's not like most women are just like, let me see the condom. You know <laughs> what I mean? They're just like, okay, if you're going to take take it out and like throw it in the garbage can with like tissue on top perfect oh, true like that's what they wanted like they're not gonna take it off of you and fucking dispose right of your bullshit right okay um so yeah that part's really easy and like it's not like men do a whole lot of things when they orgasm like like women tend to um yeah you'd be surprised <laughs> well i mean i also know how i act so i can right like, go through that process true. pretty pretty easily you learn yourself and you're like oh i can fucking imitate that oh yeah for sure. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fantastic actor fucking <laughs> 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 save <laughs> women could be casted for any faking orgasm role oh I, I believe it and now also you apparently apparently me <laughs> i'm about it um, okay so you use a condom right so you throw it away mm-hmm. why do you do it um well, there are different reasons. I mean, I feel like, especially when I was younger, I would, like, go on a date or two with the person that I wasn't that interested in, but... Mm-hmm. Younger, like, what age? Like, when I first moved here, so I was, like, 21, 22. Okay, I didn't know if you meant, like, 15. No, I didn't have sex until I was, like, 19. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just, like, I wasn't that interested in a person, but I felt, like, like obligated, almost. So to like, do oh, it because you knew they wanted it. Yeah, because I knew that they wanted it. They made okay. it like super, like you know, apparent, and was like, okay, well, like, um, a guy, so I'm like supposed to have sex with this mm-hmm. person. There's a lot of like social pressure. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, I feel like luckily as like as I've gotten older, I've been a lot better about like knowing my own boundaries and knowing what I want and being able to like follow through with what I want. Yeah. But, yeah, you're just like, I'm not interested in this person. Like, I don't want to be having sex with this person. So mm-hmm. I'll make it go as quickly as possible. <laughs> uh, or you're like, do you ever think like, oh, this is just so boring? Oh my God, yeah. You like, do think that? Yeah. Okay, I think that all the time. <laughs> it's like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you don't know what you are interested in. Do you feel like that's more with one night stands or people that you're like consistently talking to or dating? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that I've had, like, consistent sex with anybody that I've had, like, these feelings about. Right, because you're like, well, I'm not going to do it again then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you and your girlfriend are doing long distance. So how often do you guys see each other? Um, it depends. My general rule of thumb is, like, I try not to make it last more than, like, two months. Yeah. Before we can see yeah. each other. That's again. fair. That's a long time. It, it is a long time. I mean, she's like in school 
and I'm, you know, it's not like this job gives us a lot of time off. Um, yeah, true. So how do you deal with your fucking sexual frustration when you don't see her for two months? Oh my gosh. Or both of you guys. How do both of you? Do you guys like sex a lot? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like you would have to, right? Yeah, I mean, like I've always been a fan of like, I feel like a lot of my first like sexual experiences, like even with other people, were like online. Um, like even people that I knew like in real life, like we weren't having sex, we were like Skyping or whatever. And that's kind of like the same sort of thing that we do. Okay. That I do with my girlfriend now. Well, like we'll like Skype sex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting, I've never done that. Really? No. That's interesting. I feel like you would have to have a lot of trust in that person. 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 Um, only because, I think I've said on here before, I've never sent a nude in my life because I'm so fucking terrified of where it's going to end up. That is so wild to hear. Right? Yeah. People are so surprised by that because I'm so sec, like I'm such a sexual person. Mm-hmm. And me and my boyfriend, my freshman year of college, were long distance mm-hmm. for like three states long distance and I never sent him a nude we would sext all the time we would like I don't even think we would like FaceTime fuck I don't even know was FaceTime even a thing I'm sure Skype was a thing when I was a yeah, Skype definitely was. we didn't even do any of that huh. but we were very like sexual towards each other mm-hmm. but yeah well I feel like I'm very careful about <clears throat> I never take any that include my face. Yeah, that's a, definitely a good pro tip. That's like, that's my number one 14 year olds listening to this podcast. Take some notes. Oh my god, yeah, no. But don't never a face, life. never a tattoo. Oh yeah, hide your tattoos if possible. Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, you got like an anchor. Everybody got an anchor. <laughs> Everybody has an anchor on their left arm, it's fine. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, laugh, love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh shit, that's so funny. Okay, so pro tip, you know, if you have an anchor, you can do it. If not, fuck Anchors only. <laughs> Shove that shit aside. <laughs> have you sent nudes? Probably. Yeah. I don't think I've ever asked anyone that and they've said no, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're, you're a rare one. I know. Yeah. The, pick, the person who's going to get my first nude is better be fucking honored. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm sure they will be. You have, to, <laughs> you have to like write them a whole like paragraph beforehand. Sign like, this contract. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I have been so close lately to sending a few nudes to people that I don't even trust and I'm just like, I'm not going to do it. What What's making you think that way? I don't know. Do you just want to just get it over with? I don't know. You know, now that I'm older, I really don't give a fuck what I out there. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's like, you talk to people who are my age, so right. 24, 25, whatever, they've never had sex before, and now they're like, well, I'm waiting for the right person. That's how I feel about That's, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's oh, how I feel. God. I'm like, God, it's going to be, you're going to be a lucky ass bitch when you get my nudes. Yeah. That's how I feel. But it's your it's your gift. 
That's my gift. Yeah, yeah you gotta give your like, flower to the right person. I, this is my, like, nudes virginity. I'm like, I will oh only God. send nudes to my husband <laughs> <laughs> after we're married. And yeah. he signs a fucking legal contract. <laughs> uh, on the wedding night, you don't consummate. You just send them a nude. And you're yeah. like, all right, we'll think about fucking next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I fucked her a million times, but I never got a nude. Never got the nude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so have you, do you have them, like, in your holster? No, I've never even taken one. You've never even taken one? No, I've never even taken one. Okay. Well, I bet that that's going to be I've seen a lot of blogs on how to do it correctly. <laughs> it's one thing to know what to do, and then another to be able to execute it properly. True. Oh, true. But it, girls, like, we know how to make our body, like, you know those, like, booty pics when mm-hmm. girls are, like, put their legs a certain way? They like make you look like you have like a fucking ass. Right. I'm like, well, fucking anyone can do that shit. That's kind of how I feel about nudes. Like, Fair. if you put in the effort, you're like, I got five hours to kill. Great, I'm sure we'll get one good pick after the <laughs> end <laughs> to really get it going. So why can't guys do that? I feel like guys take horrible nudes. Like, it's do like, girls send horrible nudes? Um, I mean, I have had, I I have received horrible nudes. But were they not attractive looking people? Or were they attractive sending news that you were like, oh shit, I, you could be way more attractive than this. No, exactly. I'm like, I know this is not even what you look like. What are you doing to yourself right now? Really? Right. I feel like girls usually have a good understanding of what makes them look hot and what makes them look not. <laughs> Am I wrong? That was, that was corny. <laughs> No, you're right. I mean, I mean, very uh, thankfully, my girlfriend sends like really great ones like all the time. You're like <laughs> sponsor for Jonathan's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but, oh, yeah, but honestly, like, like she takes her time. She fucking figures that shit out. Right, it's like not just angles, but like proper lighting. Yeah, for and, sure. Like. Are you taking like front facing or using a mirror? If you're using a mirror, is that mirror clean? Like, what's going this on? It should be a new connoisseur. I kind of am. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Don't send news to Jonathan unless they're fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if anybody has any advice, I feel like um, I know what to do, like in terms of okay. like, composition and all that okay. stuff. Mostly because, like, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And I'm always Are like, you? oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even know this about you. Oh, definitely. This is so exciting. I bet you'll you'll mm. start to see it when you now that you pointed more. it out. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. like the patients that we that we see uh-huh. all the time that I work with all the time mm-hmm. pointed out all the time. Really? Yeah. I do notice that you are very like articulate in the way that you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Like when we're in the ICU, we have the ICU. It's like the behavioral ICU in our in our unit. Like, you are very, like, when we're problem-solving calls, you, like, you can tell you're thinking and you're, like, making everything that comes out of your mouth, like, very, like, there's there's a point of it, there's, like, meaning behind it, you actually believe it, whereas I'm, like, fucking word vomiting, and I'm, like, (laughs) anyone, you know, care to think about my opinion, feel free to shoot (laughs) it the fuck down, but Jonathan's always, like, I already thought about all the dumb shit that you were thinking, Taylor, and I fucking already got that out of my brain. (laughs) Like, you're just very articulate with, like, your decisions that you make. Well, thank you. I'm glad that that's how it's being received, Mm -hmm. because yeah, especially in those, like, really tense moments, I am, like, super careful about how I 
phrase everything and I try to like yes. use the exact word that I'm trying to use mm -hmm. in that moment. It's like conveying the exact sentiment that I'm trying to convey. Yeah. Um, Are you like that in sex? Oh my do god. Do you think about things too much in sex? Yeah. Are do you, think, you? Yes. Wait, like how so? Um, so I feel like, I feel, okay, so super nerdy thing about me, my favorite like fictional character in the world is Sherlock Holmes. I hate you. And I feel like then <laughs> 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 I like I try to use his thinking methods as much as possible and that's true for the bedroom as well. Like I'm What sure. are those methods? Well I feel like Please enlighten us for the people that aren't fucking up to date on <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I always wear my hunter's cap during sex, <laughs> and I have a pipe. Um, oh God, I'm picturing this too much right now. <laughs> well, and my I think my thought is always like anything that I try or that I like anything that I do in general, um, focusing on the like the physical. Um, reaction from the okay. person or like how they're re reacting like verbally mm -hmm. like constantly so I, I kind of like lose myself as, uh, I think that's why I per like enjoy like giving oral sex so much because it okay. lets me like step back and not worry about my own body and just like do my like detective work about mm -hmm. like <laughs> <laughs> what's working what isn't working where's the clit yeah. is it's working does this feel good is this not it's a g-spot of myth <laughs> <laughs> like i'm trying to find out <laughs> <laughs> researcher over here i am a researcher okay so you're very like you're the same way in sex which is very interesting would you ever be like actual question which i've been thinking a lot about lately would you ever go to a sex club or like a swingers lounge with your girlfriend um i don't think my girlfriend would be interested in that at all okay. i think that generally it's hard for me to say about myself i think that i think that if i was in the right mind state mm -hmm. i could do it like if, if so fucked up i hope i was horny <laughs> horny enough i'd be like willing to try it but i like to explore and to like be adventurous and all that stuff so that's that's definitely come to my mind before and I mm -hmm. probably would be interested in it yeah I'm kind of interested I've been like wanting to go but I've heard the ones in Seattle obviously we're in a quarantine right now but I've heard the ones in Seattle are basically I've heard that I would probably be the youngest most attractive person there oh and definitely that turns me off oh I believe it so I spend a lot of my time on the internet I like I grew up on the internet <laughs> I didn't have any friends in high school. Why did that sound so bad on a sex podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of time browsing the internet for some weird porn fetishes. Some weird shit. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things in my days. Okay. You don't want to see the things that I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're browsing the internet. Got it. Um, and I've just, like I've met a lot of people like in whether it's like um, chat sites that are more like open to. Like, just anybody that wants to enter it, regardless of, like, what state or country they live in. Mm -hmm. And some more, like, specific, like, to Seattle. Okay, so um, wait, the, what kind of chat sites are these? Like, sorry, I'm confused. Um, so, like, the main two that come to mind are Discord. Okay. Is the main one. 
probably. Okay. I don't know if you're, fam- if you're familiar no. with it. I'm sure some of your listeners probably are. But it started off as like just like a gaming like app where you could like stream with people and like talk to people while you're gaming with them. And then it turned into like this much bigger thing, so you can like join groups of people, and it'll be like you know you could have thousands of people in one mm-hmm. group um, talking about whatever topic, whether it's like. You know, you want to play, like, Pokemon Go with somebody in your neighborhood, you can, like, find a group to do so that. gamers fucking? Gamers this is what fucking. we're getting into? <laughs> yeah, basically. But, like, you know, people use it that are not gamers at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, one It's of, evolved. It's evolved, yeah. It's, like, okay. it's grown from where it started off. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, plenty of, like, sex-forward groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I've met, like, countless people that are like exploring their sexuality or just like making friends and talking about sex really openly mm-hmm. um, I think that's what what's allowed me to be able to explore and like talk openly about it in the first place okay um, but yeah I've talked to plenty of people like that are in Seattle or like oh you should come to our next thing and yeah you're right it's so like, they have like parties right kind of yeah it's like it's kind of like it sounds like it'd be like really exciting and extreme but it's like it sounds like really vanilla when they talk about it it's like oh yeah we're we're gonna come hang out and like drink some IPAs and like whatever and it seems like really like maybe we'd fuck yeah like people would fuck so it's like swingers parties kind of yeah interesting but but yeah I've never what is it called again? discord discord is it like an app? it's an app and it's also a website I believe okay I just know of like Thrinder Thrinder have you ever heard of Thrinder? it's like threesomes for couples so you can either get on it as like a couple Mm -hmm. and like you can be like we're looking for a single that you know whatever or you can go on there as a single and I know some people like find couples or like a single will find like another single and then Mm -hmm. they'll find like they'll be like okay now we're gonna be like a little team (laughs) but now we're gonna recruit a third Mm -hmm. kind of thing so I've heard of like that I'm gonna guess that it's like 80% straight single men looking to be in a threesome. Probably, with their girlfriends being bi. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like lesbian bubble. That's what, like all it is. Yeah. It's like chicks being like, this is me and my partner, and we want to introduce a girl into our world. Right. Looking for a unicorn. Yeah. Hoping. Yes. And I'm like, is this for him or is this for you? Or right. both. And I think there's a very fine line between those things. And you better know coming into it. Yeah. Too. Well, some of my friends that went to, like, some of the swingers lounges and, like, the sex clubs mm-hmm. were, like, they went there and they were, like, you could tell the girls that were just there for the guys. Like, for their boyfriends or, right. like, husbands or whatever. And you could tell the girls that were, like, nah, I'm actually into this shit. Like, this is for both of us. Right. Whatever. And I think that is crucial because some girls, I feel like, like even in the question that we heard today, it was like, he could easily be like, oh, let's introduce someone. And she could, no, no, no. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like girls get into these places, maybe guys too, but girls get into these places where they're like, well, I want to satisfy him Mm -hmm. and I don't want him to leave. So I'm going to like compromise myself and my own values in order to do that. Which, that makes me, like, feel weird. Oh, yeah. That would be so uncomfortable. Like, I don't want anyone to compromise themselves for, like, what we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. 
No, I feel like I would much rather have the thought like, oh yeah, I wonder if I would have enjoyed the the sexual experience, but Mm -hmm. I didn't pursue it because my partner was very much not interested in that. Right. Then, like, put a partner that was potentially not interested in something in a com- like an uncomfortable position. Yes, that sounds horrible. Right, that's what I'm saying. And so I feel like it's it's really fine line of like people that are actually comfortable with it and people that yeah. are not. Yeah. Which is like a rough line. All right. Well, we've been talking for an hour. You have any other like weird sexual experiences or things that like like crazy sexual experiences, crazy places you've had sex? I think that probably like the most like the the story that people like my friends want to hear most often is about like the threesomes that I've been involved yes with. please yes I forgot yeah. yes I forgot to ask you this <laughs> yes please tell um so I mean it was so we were just talking about like group sex and threesomes just a second ago and mm-hmm. My thought, I mean, it's easy enough for me to say this because it happened so naturally for me, but I feel like if you're going to explore this sort of thing, you should allow it to happen naturally. Because, like, I've heard too many, like, terrible stories about people that are, like, forcing. So true. And, like, it just, like, ruins a relationship, and that's not what you want to do. Um, but at the time, I was bartending, um, and I had, like, a couple of regulars coming in. They wouldn't come in, like, every day or anything, but they would come in, like, once a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um and we connected, and we would, like, exchange, like, social media and, like, text very briefly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we started hanging out after I got off of work every now and then. And then one day, um, I was hanging out with them after work, and they were just like, hey, we're going to go on a trip for, like, a month or something like that. Oh, um, shit. Before we do that, like, in a few days... Mm-hmm. We were wondering if you want to have a threesome with us. Oh, so they like came out with it. Yeah. In okay, came up front with it. Yeah. Okay. Totally blindsided too, because like we never ha- had like any sort of sexual conversation like whatsoever. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And both of the threesomes I've had just happened naturally. And we, no one actually, like, talked about anything. Really? So I always think it's interesting when I hear people who have had threesomes where it's, like, a... Like, they talk about it before. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a pre-planned thing. Yeah. I feel like they would have had too much pressure to the whole thing. The pre-planned? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like you kind of pre-planned this, no? Because they, like, asked you if you want to have that. Yeah. Was it like in the moment or they were like, oh, let's like schedule a time to meet up and all fuck? So I thought it was going to be like, we'll schedule a time. Oh. Because they, they asked me and I was just like, um, Wait, was this yeah. two girls and one guy or two girls? It was two girls and me. Okay, got it. Yeah. I don't know if you said that, but I missed it. If you I, don't, I didn't say it. Okay, no. so two girls, one guy. Yeah. That's what we really all want to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so they brought it up and I said yes. Um so then like the night just kind of went on and we didn't really talk about it. We only hung up for like another 20 minutes like at the bar and then we're like leaving and they're like, "Okay, um should we go to your house?" And I was just like, "Oh shit, like oh, you mean this like is right happening. now?" Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I had no idea. Um 
Well, I feel like people bring that shit up all the time. They're like, do you want to have a threesome? Huh? Not really. You know, right. like, it's like a thing that you're like, yeah, I'll call you later. Right, exactly. But not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I was just like, oh, fuck. I wish I could put pre my apartment was a fucking mess at that time. <laughs> I was not going to have anybody over it. Oh, I love that. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'll... My balls are shaved and my apartment's clean. <laughs> like, those are things that need to happen before this. <laughs> Like, as much as I enjoy sex, I enjoy my perfectionism and, like, my... Yeah. That stuff a lot more. <laughs> I will miss out on a life-changing opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my God. So, so we went to their house, and then it, it happened, and it was great, and then um, it kind of... It was, like, supposed to be, like, a one-off thing, and I ended up, like, staying the night, and then it happened, like, the next day, I think, and then, like, there was, like, another party... Wait, how about the next day? Yeah, like in the morning. So you stayed over there? Yeah. And you didn't do anything? No, no, it happened that night, and then And again. then the next day you did it again? Yeah. So you're like, we've done now, done this drunk, and sober. Right. Interesting. And then it kind of turned into Very more of like a relationship dynamic. Oh. Yeah. Because we were just like, oh shit, this wasn't just... Like a polyamory kind of thing? Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we actually like, started seeing each other. These two girls dating. Yeah, they had been together for like five years already. And you were just so this has happened more than just those two times. Um I think maybe one other time. So they they had went on that trip. They okay, got on a trip. They went on the trip. Okay. Sorry, I think I'm fast forwarding. Yeah. Went on the trip. Yeah, so we were like doing this like weird like halfway long distance relationship because they were like together for a little while. And then one of them came back early, um, and, like, I would still hang out with that person, like, solo, but, mm. like, nothing would ever happen because they were, like, nervous that the other person would feel left out. It was just, like, a really weird So you were happened. just, like, hanging out and not actually, like, hooking up sexually? Yeah. Like, once they had, like, split up, like, okay. you know, geographically anyway. <laughs> yeah. Geographically split up. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. So then, but she was scared. Like, the one that came back was scared that the other one wouldn't like it. Right. Oh, okay. So you were kind of, like, hanging out as friends. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, obviously a lot of, like, you know, romantic sexual tension. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then I'm sure the other one came back. Yeah. And then what happened? Um, Without getting into (laughs) too much detail. Oh, please. You can, oh, maybe not. Work. Basically, he's like, my girlfriend's gonna listen to this. We can't do too much detail. Oh no, she she knows this story already. Oh well, then don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not the drawback. <laughs> um, no, I mean I, they don't. Yeah, I'm just trying to protect their privacy, but they, I haven't said their names or anything like that. Yeah. Um, no names. Um, basically, they told me that they have an STI. Mm-hmm. Um, like after we had already had sex, then we had okay. sex, safe sex every time. Okay. And they were like on proper medication to keep it from, from spreading. So this is a virus. Yeah. Or so S- HIV or herpes. Yeah. Right. Because if they're on medication from keeping it from spreading, it was herpes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like twenty five percent of the population has it, so it's fine. Yeah. So okay, and that was like the argument that they made. And I think that typically... So they were... Yeah. Wait, what? 
I would have agreed. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So, wait, question. So, yeah. they had sex with you first. Uh-huh. And then told you that they had herpes. Right. And they were like, okay. Sometime after. I'm on hmm. acyclovir, probably, is what they're taking for herpes. <laughs> like, I'm on acyclovir. It's going to reduce whatever. Right. Did you use condoms? Yeah. Okay. So, I would, as, like, a work, someone who worked in gynecology for years, I'd be like, ah, oh, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe I overreacted. Did you? Uh, well, I, it's but, you're putting your body in risky situations. It is. It's it's terrifying. Sometimes. Right. It's it's like a non-zero chance. And I think if they would have told me that from the beginning, then mm. it would have been like, oh yeah, totally. You know, I would like to have known to consent to like what I'm consenting right. to. And right. And so I felt like my I was like removed of my own like autonomy. Mm, okay. In that moment. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So. So I, I wasn't, like, fearful about, like, the risk of, like, being exposed to, like, the STI. Mm-hmm. Um, although I did get tested afterward just to, just, you know, yeah. call my own mind. Yeah, for sure. As you um, should. Um, but I was just like, yeah, I don't know how I'm supposed to, like, move forward in a relationship with, like, a lot of trust when, right. like, it started off in a very, like, not trustful place. Right. Yeah, I don't blame you. Especially considering that, like... The first time that we had sex was meant to be like a one night stand, mm-hmm. and they didn't tell me then. So I'm just like, okay, right. you're only telling me this now because like we're like we're trying to pursue an actual relationship and trying to make this work. Right. Um. So yeah, it was just hard to like rebuild trust after that. And, right. Like, we tried for a little while, um, but I was just like, I couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. So we we just ended it. And I always think about working in gynecology for so long, and interviewing women and then working in the ED and interviewing men who have something I think there's there's a line of gonorrhea chlamydia syphilis Mm -hmm. and then you can like take antibiotics you're fucking fine and then there's this category of like herpes Mm -hmm. where you'll have it forever if you have type 1 vaginally or um, whatever Mm -hmm. Um, it probably won't ever come back again in your life and you probably won't transmit it probably Mm -hmm. uh, air quotes um, and then you have herpes too, which is gonna come more often. Right. But I would count, like I would consider those in the same like moderate category. Okay. And then you have HIV and AIDS. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, if I actually get this shit, like I could die from it. Right. So this is like another category. So I would feel that herpes is in this middle category. Right. Because you can't get rid of it, whatever. It's predicted by 2036 that 100% of the population will have herpes. It, it'll be like a chicken pox. The goal is to get people to have herpes one and not herpes two. However, people, 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 people get very weird about it. They don't want to have it, which I get Mm -hmm. because no one wants to get a disease that they didn't need to get. You know, it's just more fucking work. It's more medical bills. It's more things you got to worry about. I don't blame anyone for that. But I also think that not telling you straight up is kind of frustrating. Yeah. But I also am like, hmm, how many people have we had sex with that have never told us? 100%. And I bet you the majority of the people that have it don't say anything, Mm -hmm. which is interesting in itself. Right. And we haven't gotten it. That's just like HPV. Like 80% of guys hold HPV. And it's nothing to you, but to us it gives us cervical cancer. Right. The fuck does this work? So you're like... You can't even track HPV 
because you're like, I can't even, because women have, and you, we can get symptoms years later. So people can, you can get HPV symptoms and you're like, oh, let's track your sex history for years. Like, all right, to us sexually explorative people, I'm not about to tell fucking every dude that I know that I have HPV right. or that I don't. True. But usually I feel like, what? What? <laughs> Please, yeah, go on. I'm thinking about this time a while ago okay. that a partner told me that I gave them chlamydia. Uh-huh. And did you have chlamydia? Apparently not. <laughs> You're like, no, and... But they blamed you for it. They blamed me for it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it sent me into, like, a panic. So, like, as soon as... Oh, for I, sure. As anyone would. Yeah, which I think is, like, kind of an appropriate response. Like, who else did I give it to then? Because, like... I hadn't slept with this partner for mm-hmm. like close to a year. Yeah, it's like the coronavirus. Did I shake last night? <laughs> yeah. um, Whose pussy was I in a year ago? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I had for breakfast. Are you kidding me? Um, no, I feel it. I think that's a legit concern yeah. for anyone, but just. I'm not going to be the person that says, ah, oh, shit, doesn't matter, because it does matter. It definitely matters. But at the end of the day, I don't want to build a culture around it being shameful, because if you have chlamydia, yeah, fucking have chlamydia. Take a pill, get over it, learn your lesson, use some contraception, get on with your life. Right. That's how I feel about anything sexual. So I, one thing I appreciated about, like, when I went in for testing for chlamydia, the, um, I'm not sure if she was a nurse or what her role was exactly, but she's like did like the intake stuff and like mm-hmm. did my blood draw. Um, like I told her what I was there for and like what the partner had told me, and she was mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, chlamydia? Like, yeah, everybody has it. Like, I've had it. Everybody that works here has had it. You're fine." Yeah. Oh yeah. So that like that, that makes you feel better. Yeah. 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 You're like everyone, but in society, you find someone that has chlamydia, and you're like, "Ew, they're gross. Like, I'm never gonna right. fuck them," and you're just like, "Bitch, get over it." Yeah. But I also feel like that's a very young state of mind. Right. When you get older, well, I think you're just exposed to more people that have it. <laughs> yeah. And like just life in general, and you're like, ah, eh, fuck it. Like, who cares? Um, so yeah. it's kind of whatever about it. But I definitely feel like I have a lot more friends that have had it than have not had it at this point. True. I don't know how I've never had gonorrhea or chlamydia. Well, good for you. I know. I, I think it's luck. I don't think this is like something that I'm doing well over other people. Or maybe you're just practicing safer sex than other people. I'm not, honestly. Stop. I'm really bad. Taylor. I know. Jesus Christ. I'm bad. You are a healthcare professional. I know. You save sex, please. I know. I do hate condoms, though. They're the fucking worst. I know. They're the devil. I know. I just. Okay, also. It ruins the mood for me. Yeah. Like, have that shit handy in your back pocket, in your butt crack, so you can just. Be naked. <laughs> Take out your condom. <laughs> so it's always there. <laughs> you come into the day already wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it'll fill out once I get hard. <laughs> Do you have protection? Yeah, I'm already wearing it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I put it on at 3 p.m. today. <laughs> my God. It's like a fucking jizz already in it oh from my hair. <laughs> yeah. Also, I know having to fake it because of... So not only does like to go back to fake orgasms, like mm-hmm. yeah, you can only fake an orgasm with a condom, but I'm pretty Dude, sure I've, I've only had to with one. You've only had to fake an orgasm with one. Right. Because it reduces the stimulation or what? Yeah, it's like pretty dramatic. Okay. 
Plus, it's like it's it's tight. It's like forcing all the trying to force all the blood. Yeah, back but out that's of the you. same as like a fucking cock ring. But I guess a cock ring, it's only at like the base, and so you still have the sensation of the rest of the dick. Right, and it's like holding the blood in to keep you harder. True. Whereas the condoms just like do the opposite. Push this blood out. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. It's right. It's it's. Um, I was gonna say it's spandex. It's not spandex. <laughs> <laughs> what are they made out of again? Jesus Christ. Latex. Latex, Jesus Christ. It's spandex. <laughs> oh, Did you wrap some spandex around your dick and call it a condom? <laughs> I got some Lululemon condoms. <laughs> Lululemon's making condoms now these days, don't you know? Zero <laughs> percent effectiveness rate. Um, but yeah, like if you put like a pair of like leggings on, even yes. if they like fit really well, it's obviously still constricting your leg. True, that's why everyone looks better in spandex. Right. Including myself. Except for dicks, they don't look better in cotton. True. Well, nah. Unless you're uncircum. Just kidding. <laughs> Not body shaming. Wow. It was a joke. Haha, ha. I'm a comedian that sometimes. Was a joke. It was a little bit. First of all, I'm uncircumcised. Are you? And I've heard wait, from wait, really? Please, please tell me about these things. Really? Yes. So it's been a huge debate with my friends lately. Okay, so I feel like when I'm growing up, being uncircumcised, I was just like, what the fuck, you're uncircumcised? Like, yes, because people think it's weird and they shame me for it. Right. It's yes. a, which is a very American thing, by the way. So American. Yeah. If love Aussies. Although. They also are all <laughs> uncircumcised. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I feel like as I've gotten older, um, it's like become more of like, a, oh my gosh, like it's like an exciting thing. Interesting. Weird to see that shift in real time. Do you think that... Why did your parents not decide to circumcise Decide to circumcise you? Decide not to? Yeah. Um, Is it because you're cultural? Like a cultural thing? No. I, well, um, in terms of like American culture, yes. Right. But you're Puerto Rican. And Mexican. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it's we still fall into the American culture. It's like... True, 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 true. Oh, like, oh, wait. Wait a second. We decided not to do it? Yeah, I think it was cultural, like, in terms of Mexican and Puerto Rican. Like, it's not... Because a lot of Mexicans don't get circumcised. Right. Right. Well, a lot of everywhere around the world doesn't get circumcised, except for the U.S. It's for very, some very reason. Right. Yeah. So, do you, okay, can I tell you the story of how... Fuck yes. ...why it started off in America? Do you know the story of why it started? Start telling me, and I'll tell you if I remember. Okay, Kellogg? Nope. Okay. Kellogg, the same dude... And you know, quote, and you know, if anybody wants to correct me, like they can. Yeah, they're gonna write in and be like, he's fucking brown. So I don't know if, if you ever watched the show um, Adam Ruins Everything, which no, they basically he it's like I forget the dude's last name, but it's Adam something, and he basically talks about like one subject and like talks about all the myths about it. Okay. And, like sources his or, or cites his sources extremely well. Okay. And love one of that. Them, he talked about like like sexual like things. Okay. So, he talked about like circumcision, like the hymen, things like that. Okay, great. Um, and apparently, the way that, um, at least according to him, the way that circumcision took off in America was Kellogg, the same dude that like created like cornflakes. Kellogg. Yeah. Get the guy. The guy. He created um, uh, cornflakes and promoted <laughs> circumcision for the exact same reason. <laughs> For the same reason. You're like, one business cornflakes, the other circumcision. Yes. Like, what the fuck? To keep what a guys from masturbating. Ideas. Masturbating. 
Why? Because it was like sinful or whatever. So it's kind of female, or not female, but human mutilation. Oh, not, like, not even kind of. Like female mutilation, you take out the clit. Right. So like you can't orgasm. Right. But I do know that when you're circumcised, it takes away a lot of the neurons. So like your mm-hmm. orgasms aren't as great. So you probably have way better orgasms than everyone in the U.S. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's not a flaw yeah. on my resume. <laughs> yeah. Well, he figured, you know, cornflakes are so flavorless. Not frosted flakes with Tony the Tiger. I'm talking cornflakes are so flavorless that it'll kill the, le- the libido. Shut the fuck up. I and did not know this, actually. Yeah. I'm going to have to fact check you, but I will look it up. Please do. And, I mean, I trust, I trust this guy's sources a lot, even though I didn't check on myself this time, but... He does have good sources uh, most of the time. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, and then circumcision for the same reason. It cuts a lot of uh, neurons. It also makes it right. more difficult to masturbate because you need like lubricant, which yes. if you're not circumcised, you don't really need that. You don't need it, yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Interesting. But... And, the, and I know a lot about this from like the... I didn't know how it came to be, but a lot of people are like, well, it's just not as hygienic. Like, that's the opposite argument. Right. And... And... <laughs> What we will say is what a lot of sexologists will say is that is true if you live in a country mm-hmm. that hygiene is not up to par right. or if you have a mental disability and you can't take care of yourself. Right. Like think about our, a lot of our psych patients, like our psychosis patients, they don't even know how to fucking wash themselves anyways. Like they refuse to shower. So I will say there's circumstances in when that's better. Now, are you going to be like, oh, my kid is going to have psychosis, so I might as well get them fucking circumcised. No, that should never be a thing. We'll deal with their UTIs when we get there. But in other countries, and people are like, oh, it's just unsanitary. I'm like, if you fucking shower like a normal person every day, every other day, you know, two times a week, you will be fucking fine. Yeah, that's all it takes. Oh, you and they're like, well, kids don't know. I'm like, because no one taught them. Right, exactly. What to do? Like, if you can teach your kid to wipe their ass and teach them to, you exactly. know, pull back their foreskin. Exactly. Their <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I think that's a fucking fair argument. Right. So people I, are just afraid to have these conversations. Yeah, I think the biggest thing too is what I've heard a lot of parents say is, well, I just don't want them to get made fun of. I don't really. I know that the the research isn't there for hygiene. I just don't want them to get made fun of in school. And I did have a friend, one of my best friends in school that wasn't circumcised. He was also Mexican. Sorry, bro. Um, people probably know who it is. But he's not circumcised, which the same people who will know who I'm talking about will also know who I'm talking about because of that. But he wasn't circumcised and he always got made fun of like for it. And then now that he's older, he's like, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But it's like, pick your poison like you can get made fun of for your haircut when you're 17 right or like the way you dress or if you have a unibrow <laughs> like right. people get made fun of for everything so i don't really feel like that's a fair argument yeah yeah i feel like once we are able like as a society to talk about these things more openly mm-hmm. then yeah a lot of that becomes like a non-factor yeah i agree well, we are way fucking over our time, <laughs> as I usually am. Sure. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This you're, was a lot of fun. You're so welcome. Thanks for the wine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Anytime. We will see you next time on Talk Taboo. Have a great week, everybody.